Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of M365 Voice. I'm Antonio Mayo. I'm Sarah Halsey. And I am Mike Madalani. And we're coming to you today with another podcast. Uh, ready to get a question from our jar? Sarah, right, ready? Jar? Ready. Okay, here we go. Let's see. With Microsoft Teams being Microsoft's primary solution for collaboration, when would you ever use SharePoint Online without Teams? And would you ever do collaboration in SharePoint Online without Teams? This is a good question. Hmm. I get customers sometimes asking me, we're using Teams, why do we need SharePoint anymore? Ignoring the fact that SharePoint underlies Teams for file storage, right? Like if we ignore that and approach it from a conceptual perspective, what do you use SharePoint for if you're doing all your collaboration in Teams? Um, so the, like the answer that I usually gravitate towards, and it's kind of the obvious one, right? It kind of points to the, the difference between team sites and communication sites. Is to me, SharePoint is still a great solution when you want to publish information to a large group of people, mm -hmm. and those people are going to consume it in a read-only fashion, right? So the intranet use cases, the publishing use cases, news mm -hmm. sites. Mm -hmm. These types of scenarios, I find SharePoint sites are still very good for, mm -hmm. um, especially communication sites. I think so for sure. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say that's kind of my default answer. What, what do you guys think? Well, I think with the advent of home sites, I think I I, I would absolutely agree because um, and when we look at not having the ability to have home sites or SharePoint communication sites or sorry, a home site for your organization, has implications for things like the SharePoint app bar and global navigation, which obviously will impact you in Teams as well, in terms of your ability to navigate within Teams. So not using SharePoint online, not using SharePoint communication sites in a home site will negatively impact your Teams experience specifically in terms of that SharePoint, the app bar and global navigation. Absolutely, and even though Let's, let's let's look at it from two different uh, perspectives. One is you always need SharePoint whether you're using Teams or not. As we know that, like you said, Antonio, that without you need SharePoint to have Teams in place. Um, from a backend, from an administration perspective, you have a lot of work you still have to do with SharePoint, whether you're setting up your intranet, like you mentioned, uh, Sarah, and have the home site and have the home site. Yes, we can see it in Teams, but you have to do a lot of work in SharePoint to make it happen, you have to mm -hmm. configure your information architecture. You have to do your public, your communication sites, your pages, all the uh, structure you're gonna have to do in SharePoint before you surface it in Teams. Uh, similar from a document and a document publishing perspective, you have to do all the documents in SharePoint as well. You cannot probably have to create some document management capabilities mm -hmm. back in the back end before you expose it or before you just invite the the users to use Teams. So from an administration side, SharePoint will always be there. You still have to do quite a bit of work to make sure that you are doing a proper SharePoint deployment or Teams deployment in a in a governed way uh, before the users start using it. Uh, so SharePoint will not go away at all. I also think SharePoint News is an important um, piece of your content um, that you need to think about as you move forward because you can have Teams chat and channel conversations. And even if you have a team in Microsoft Teams that's uh, depending on your organizational size, has everyone in your organization in there, you're still going to want to be able to publish news. 
if you get a new HR system, you need to share that via news, right? And uh, Teams just doesn't have a similar ability to create a news page with comments and all of those other pieces that SharePoint does. So I still think that SharePoint has a lot of validity in terms of sites, communication sites, home site, SharePoint hubs, and news. Yeah, very much so. Um, Sarah, I'm int intrigued in what you mentioned earlier about the app bar. Um, and you know this stuff better than I do. Can you talk a little bit about how the app bar um, uh, works in conjunction with SharePoint sites and, and kind of and home sites and and what that negative impact you mentioned or alluded to was? Um, so the SharePoint app bar um, includes um, uh, basically a home icon, which will be the home for Office 365 within your organization. If you have a home site designated, it'll automatically go to that location. And the home site in SharePoint is where you can configure that global navigation and make um, some alterations in terms of the logo that might be represented there um, and other branding constraints on that global navigation. And that will carry through into Microsoft Teams. So um, the other components of the SharePoint app bar, which is I think followed sites, news, and I'm sorry off the top of my head, I can't remember the fourth. Uh, the other ones cannot be um, managed discreetly, meaning they're kind of automatic, but that yeah. global navigation component of the SharePoint app bar can be configured to a certain extent, but only within your SharePoint home site. So if you don't have a SharePoint home site, you can't configure that global navigation. Correct. And does the app bar show up in Teams or will it show up in Teams or is it just purely a SharePoint artifact? It will 100% show up in Teams, like okay. it's not in his head. Yep, exactly. It and does. I need to go out and I, I cannot believe I can't remember what the fourth thing is on that SharePoint app bar, but I'm going to go look it up. Um, while you're looking it up, if if we go back to the, to the question of can I do collaboration in, in SharePoint, um, I go back to the history of SharePoint. We've always pushed way before Teams. We've always pushed that if you want to collaborate, use Teams, use SharePoint, use SharePoint, use SharePoint, because SharePoint is your document management and collaboration tool. That's so it depends on how you define your collaboration. If you define your collaboration about chatting with people, whether within a team channel or a group chat, that is collaboration. So you stick with Teams. Um, a lot of organizations uh, consider collaboration also as co-offering. If you're doing co-authoring and working together on, on a document, SharePoint is good enough. If you are developing that too, though. And Teams can do that as well. Absolutely. Um, I've, I've done a lot of, a uh, couple of projects, actually, not a lot, a couple of projects where specifically it, it, it deals with engineers and they want to collaborate on documents that they don't want to do in Teams. It just basically they have a specific business process. They want to uh, work on specific drawings and documents and they deal with suppliers and back and forth. So for them, collaboration is within SharePoint, is working on that document. They're not talking to each other, they're not talking, chatting in, a, in that specific way with, with suppliers or external guests. Uh, so in, in their world, the collaboration is making sure they're working on a document and publishing the document and sending the document to external users all within SharePoint. So if you think about it that way, if you're not doing the daily chat, you're not doing the Teams conversations and Teams meetings, SharePoint can be your collaboration tool from that perspective only, and you don't really need Teams. Mm -hmm. okay. It still can be. Exactly. That's so an interesting point. So, so go I ahead. Back in the SharePoint app bar thing, and I can't believe I, I missed it, but it's global navigation, my sites, my news, my, doc, my files. 
for my document. Um, so if you think about that, the global navigation element is the one configurable element within that, and it's configurable solely through the home site. Gotcha. So if you want to use that and you want to appear in Teams and have a good experience, you have to have that SharePoint home site within mm -hmm. which to configure the global nav. And let's keep in mind and remind everyone that a SharePoint home site has to be a SharePoint communication site that is elevated to home site status via PowerShell. That's right. Good point. Um, it's interesting what you brought up around collaboration, Mike, where not for everybody, it's not everybody that collaboration includes conversations, right, or chat, right? It can just be documents or a business process on a document. Um, when I first heard the question, I was approaching it from the perspective of like in the back of my mind, I had many of our customers want one way to do things. And, um, you know, there's lots of ways to do the same thing as we've seen in SharePoint and Teams and the Microsoft Cloud Platform, right? I can do the same thing four different ways. Um, and some of our customers find that confusing. So when they're rolling out M365 to their customers, they want to be very clear about when you want to do this, you go here. So when you want to collaborate, you go to Teams. When you want to publish news, you do it in SharePoint. When you want to store your own documents and drafts that are not ready to share with everybody, you put that in OneDrive. They want to be very clear about that so it's easy for them to give direction to their end users as part of their kind of adoption program and education program. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't have for specific business processes or specific groups that want to collaborate in SharePoint because that's all they want to do that can work well too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And keep in mind that uh, a lot of organizations also, so if you look at the, the, the entire life cycle of a document or a piece of information, so your SharePoint is your document management system. SharePoint, not, not Teams. Uh, a lot of organizations get confused that I want to put retention in Teams and they think the document retention happens in Teams. Uh, so and it's not the case. So if you want to do a proper classification of documents, you're going to do a, quite a bit of work on a SharePoint side, uh, not on a team side. Yep. Whether you're using SharePoint syntax or not, and not many organizations can afford to go into SharePoint syntax. You're still relying on some type of document tagging and content classifications in in SharePoint uh, and not in Teams specifically for your uh, document lifecycle. So, so if we look back at the original question, we've talked about a number of scenarios where um, you would do collaboration SharePoint or you could do collaboration SharePoint and what you would use SharePoint for even if you did roll out Teams. So um, any other thoughts from you guys on that? Uh, it, is, it, is a, it is a fine line. Like if you want to just close it off, it is a very fine line between uh, when to use what, uh, Teams or, or SharePoint. Uh, it's always a great answer. It's not a black and white. Every every scenario is different. Every organization is different, and every team's needs is different. Mm -hmm. So it's always a fine line when to cross it only to SharePoint or to have teams and SharePoint together. Yeah, I, I do find that part of rolling out one of the hardest parts of rolling out M365 to an organization is making those definitions of like when do I you know in what scenarios do I use this tool. In what scenarios is this tool best? In, in what scenarios is this tool best? Because educating everybody on that is an important part of getting them to actually adopt it and use it, we found. And there is a level of um, choice uh, that's involved with that because every 
every company, every team, and every even small working group, whether it's a project group or a department, has different styles and a personality in the way that they like to work. So what works for one group well may not work for another group as well. Um, so some may prefer to work in uh, SharePoint may be better suited for them to, for example, to have a project site and be able to store project artifacts versus other project teams that I work on say, we're just going to use a Microsoft team and uh, we'll have everything in there. Um, and it's okay to make those choices even based on the preference and the working model that the different teams use. I, I feel like sometimes our users ask questions because they're worried that they're doing it the wrong way. And I don't think there has to necessarily be a wrong way. There might be a way that I prefer or a way that we think may be more optimized. Um, but at the end of the day, um, there is a lot of overlapping feature functionality and a lot of intermixing of the systems themselves. So I, I always try and let my users know with a sense of comfort that it's, you know, what do you prefer? And let's talk about that because there isn't a right or wrong. It's it's all gray. I like that having the element, some element of choice in there for people, not making everybody prescriptive. If you have, you know, making everything prescriptive, you have to do it this mm -hmm. way. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today, everyone. Uh, great topic, um, and we'll see you again soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.